I didn't come this far to only come this far. This is a phrase that has been screaming at me over the last couple of weeks. This episode, I'm going to share with you some experiences, some personal experiences that have happened that have made that phrase oh so empowering. A start over isn't an end result. It's a journey. It's a process. And I'm going to show you why this phrase is something you need in your start over toolkit. Let's get started. Hey, gorgeous. How are you doing? This is Sarah, your host of the Start Over podcast, the place for you to be when you know that staying the same is no longer an option and you're ready for change. Now, you may be able to hear it in my voice, but I have had a stinking cold this week. And it it all boils down to I spent too much time with people with colds. That's it. So there's no self-sabotage involved. I'm very good at overthinking this when it comes to illness, particularly if you heard last week's episode with the amazing Narinda Sheena and we were talking chronic pain and how illness and pain manifests in your body. Go check it out. It's a great episode. So, um, no, I think it's just a cold and I'm very grateful that it's moved out of my head now. Anyway, let's move on. So there's an important thing for me to say. I've only recorded this episode today. I have, I did have another episode and last night I decided, no, I'm going to get up and in the morning I'm going to record this episode entitled, I didn't come this far to only come this far. I think one of the things about having your own podcast is that I used to be, it's got to be perfect. It's, it's got to be so planned and organized and then I'll be a proper podcaster. Bollocks. That's, that's the thing that I'm now saying to myself because actually this is a reflection of a personal journey. It is here to help other people on their own personal journeys. And so I felt when I when I feel a real passion for something I and I want to get it out, that is exactly what I'm going to do. So maybe that's the first lesson. <laughs> maybe that's the first thing to take on board today. But this phrase, I didn't come this far to only come this far, is something that I really remember when I picked up my keys to a rental property when shortly after my ex-husband and I decided we were separating. It wasn't the plan right? It wasn't the plan that it was going to be me moving out, certainly not in my head and certainly not for us as a family. That was not what I had intended, but it was happening and it was the right thing for me to do personally at that time. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want, you know, to put ourselves into a situation where it was just going to be too difficult. And I found myself saying this phrase, I didn't come this far to only come this far. And in my head, it's like, this is a temporary thing. This is something that is, is that feels right for me to do. And this isn't the end. This isn't the end of the story. This is a painful thing, but I didn't come this far to just settle for this with what with what's happening now. And so since that point, I have to admit, this phrase keeps coming over. Every time I find something difficult or or painful or overly emotional. Oh, that's interesting. I said overly emotional. Mm. No, it's not. It's just expressing emotions. Every time I find myself in that place, I, yeah, I find myself saying, listen, I didn't come this far to only come this far. This isn't the end. This isn't the end. 
So there are four experiences that I've had over the last couple of weeks. And I thought this is a brilliant podcast episode. It is illustrating how we have to keep moving forward. Change is a journey. Change and transition is a process and it doesn't happen overnight. I read somewhere the other uh, the other day that the average overnight success takes you 10 years to do and I just laughed out loud. I thought, I love that, absolutely love it because it's so true. And when I think about my own personal transition and you know where it all started, I'm six years into this transition <laughs> and that's okay. So I think, you know, I think sometimes when we see people who are so motivating and they, I changed my life and I moved forward and I did this and I did that. We only see them at that point. And the stories that they tell are so motivating for us that we, we buy into that. And that's a good thing. That is a good thing. We need more of that. We need more stories out there of, you know, people sharing their experiences of their transitions. But I think I can really add to that right now because I'm in that transition. I'm rebuilding my business. I'm in a new relationship. I'm rediscovering who I am. And there are little points along the way that are so important, the the little wins that we need to share because they are all going to be part of my bigger story in five years time. And, and so that's what this episode is about. And I want to start with um, last week, last Tuesday, um, I had to go to a funeral. It was my aunt's funeral. Uh, She was my mum's oldest sister. And one of the things that was such a shock to us all, obviously, was what happened with my mum. And I know it hit her really hard because she was the oldest sister. And she also had been a very rare blood cancer for a very long time. And she had shared that, you know, she, she always, it wasn't supposed to be like this. She was supposed to be the one to go first. And so it was a very, it was a very tough thing. You know, I'd lost two of the main matriarchal women in our family. And gosh, there were things that hit me like a ton of bricks. And the last six months of last year and the time that I'd spent with her had been really special. She wasn't able to make mum's funeral um, because she was in, in hospital at the time. And But our relationship really developed over that time. And I'm so very, gosh, I didn't realise I was going to get a bit emotional, but I'm so very grateful for that time that we actually had. It's another one of those things that obviously I didn't want my mum to die, clearly, But this was another one of those good things that came out of it was that my relationship was rekindled with my aunt um, in that time. And and I'm so very grateful for that. So it was very sad, obviously, in that respect that we were saying goodbye to her as well. But there were some things that happened, uh, you know, uh, when eulogies are written and, you know, and you see photographs of of them, you know, after they've passed and things like that, things that happen at funerals. And I think we, there is so much to take from them. And one of the things that hit me was when the celebrant was talking about how Anne, who was my aunt, had an older brother. She was one of three and a younger sister. 
and the younger sister obviously was my mum and the strangest thing happened to me it wasn't like oh yeah mum's gone I it was this overwhelming feeling of oh my gosh they've all gone and although I knew this it just really hit me in that chapel at that point they have all gone there are no generations above me that I have a relationship with and it was very saddening it shook me to the core because I had feelings of oh my goodness I'm not ready I'm not ready to be one of the grown-ups in the family you know in in our side of the family there's my sister there's me and there's my cousin and it just struck me I've now come to that point in my life I am 53 years old we, the three of us, are now at the top of the tree. And what comes with that is is a sense of instability. My, all my anchors have gone. There, There is no one that I can go to and say, you know, can you remember what happened back in 1982 on such and such? There's, there's no one to ask. There's no one left now to sort of go to for that that wisdom. And it makes you realize that, or it made me realize, it's time for me to step up. I didn't come this far to only come this far. And I found that actually really very empowering. And it's a sense of, it really is time for me to get on with my life, (laughs) you know, to, to really stop holding myself back. And really live how I want to live and you know one of those things is to be an example I want to lead by example I feel I have capabilities that I need to realize and put out there and I want you to look into you as well I want you to look at you know this is this your time are you in a, in a, a, a transition at the moment have you for example gone through a divorce, lost someone close to you, had a big change that has shaken your world up and you've you've started to move forward, but maybe you've got to a place where you need to dig deeper now. You need to get to that next level. You need to stop. You need to look back and I'm sounding very bossy. I, I guess I'm speaking to me when I say this, a need, a need. You know, it's like, you can choose. Here we go. <laughs> we can choose to look back and actually celebrate all of those little wins that we've made so far. I se- I celebrate that actually I I did manage to leave the family home. I didn't want to, but I did. And I got over that and I've moved forward and I've created, I've learned so much about myself. My kids tell me I am home. So wherever we are, they are home. And, and that is so important. And these things need to be celebrated. So that funeral was a real turning point for me in so many ways. I could probably do a whole episode (laughs) about what I learned about myself. But that was just one thing that happened to me this week. And it gave me courage. You know, it has given me courage. I have done two podcast episodes. So this is the second one. I have done recorded two interviews where I have been the guest on their podcast. I was terrified, right? But I have to say I had such clarity, such conviction. 
I felt so confident about the things that I was saying because I thought I want to I want to add value and actually I can add value I do have all of this wisdom I do have many things figured out you know I do have a way that I can help people come out of that valley of despair which is part of the process of transition and I'm excited by that so before I went on to those podcasts I found myself saying I didn't come this far to only come this far I didn't come this far to turn down opportunities for me to go on other people's podcasts I want to do that it's part of my strategy I want to be spreading the word that start overs are a positive thing they're an empowering thing so if I just stop there going well that's my message but I don't take the next for- the next step forward of actually getting that message out there what's the point how am I ever going to complete my mission or further my mission so <laughs> so two things there already now the third one and you're going to love this. It involves hiking. It usually does. <laughs> There's usually an experience that happens to me when I'm hiking. And <clears throat> last Saturday, I had a free day. I looked into my hiking groups and I booked onto a hike that I knew before I went was going to be a really tough one. Now, over, I can't even think how long it is. The majority of the hikes that I've done have been, they've, they may have had distance, but they haven't had a need for, you know, some steep hills. And there's a couple of reasons for that, but it doesn't matter. This one had quite a few steep things. It also had lots of obstacles. It was walking alongside a river. There was mud. It wasn't just mud. It was proper sloppy tiring to walk through you know every footstep and I did almost 11 miles that day and on one of the steep hills it was towards the end and I have to admit I could feel cramping in my legs the I began to feel pain right I knew I was slightly dehydrated looking back I had this cold um, you know the start of the cold I knew I hadn't, my fitness levels weren't as they were. I knew my strength levels weren't as they were, but my goodness, I felt it. And I actually got to the point, and I haven't done this on a, on a hike for quite some time. And that is one of the things I realized was because I haven't been pushing myself with them. I had, I gone up a steep hill, a really steep hill, several steep hills. I would have discovered about this, uh, this about me earlier. However, I discovered it on this day. I got to the point where I thought, I'm not having fun now. I am not having fun. And I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. However, here it came. You know the phrase. It suddenly came to me. Hang on a minute. I didn't come this far to come this far. I can't just stop here. The thought of going back what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go back on my own. I'm going to have to go over all of that that I've accomplished so far. No, thanks. (laughs) The only way forward was to carry on up the hill. And a little shout out, if any of my hiking buddies who were on that hike are listening, thank you. Thank you for waiting for me. I felt humiliated. I felt embarrassed. And then as I was walking, 
um, I took myself, I sort of pulled myself away from the group a little bit and just had a bit of a chat with myself. It was great. I was like, what are you ashamed of? You still got up the hill. I felt like, oh no, I've held them back. Well, they waited, which I'm internally grateful for. That's what good communities do, right? I'm not often the one who's the weakest link at the back. I'm often the one that does wait for the person or the people who are at the back. But that day, it was my turn. And it allowed me that time to just go, yeah, I didn't come this far to only come this far. And that motivated me to move forward. Now, the thing that we do, the things that when we celebrate these things in our personal life, if you are like me, maybe you don't have a business, or even if you do have a career, or if you have a job that you love, there are so many things in our personal life that we can take and apply into our business life, into our working life. And I think that's one of the wonderful things about self-knowledge and self-discovery is that we recognize, when we recognize these little wins and we're able to see them as progression, these little things that have been happening to me, these are all part of my process of transition. They are all part of it and they are all to be celebrated. So the next, so where have we got? We've done the funeral, we've done the podcast interviews, um, and we've done the tough hike. So the final thing that happened to me this week involves my ex-husband. Now, I feel I'm on a tricky, a tricky path here because, and I'm going to say this on here because I think it's really important and very relevant to this podcast. So one of the things that I'm often asked about, you know, are my experiences with the divorce and clearly there's an ex-husband involved. I am not going to ever say anything that is going to tear him down. I'm not going to do that to my children and I also don't believe that there is any value in that. There is, this podcast is about me and my journey. It's about the lessons I've learned along the way and it's about sharing other people's start over experiences and some of those are going to involve other people and sometimes that context needs to be included. Now my ex and I clearly we have children we're going to be bonded forever and so I want to be managing that relationship as best as possible but the reality is it's very difficult when two people have children together and then over the years grow so far apart. It's very difficult. You know, we didn't agree when we were in our marriage. Um, we had lots of things that we saw things very, very differently. So in divorce and afterwards, that is just amplified. But we still have to have discussions, obviously, about our children and uh, and, and Bella, our dog. Okay, so I think I've done enough over-explaining of that. But what he actually said to me was, you can't ask me to do that. It will be inconvenient and disruptive to my life. Now, I am so very, very grateful to have heard him say that to me. I went through a series of emotions. I was already upset. And in a split second, 
I asked him to do, I asked him for some help. I asked him, I, I made a request of him. Then he said that and a whole, a whole load of stuff came up for me, a whole load of stuff for me. So I ended the conversation. I went outside, I took Bella for a walk. I was already on my way out the door. So it was a short conversation and, and I walked her for about an hour. And during that hour, I didn't come this far to only come this far was screaming at me. And those two words, inconvenient and disruptive. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how grateful I am that he he said this. I really can't because I went from a place of utter anger through to, hang on a minute, I'm not angry at him. I'm angry at me, which is my usual thing. And because it's true, because it's true when people trigger us, whoever they are, it is about something that is happening inside of us. And we need to recognize that because there's such empowerment in it. When we take ownership, when we take responsibility for our own lives, that is where the magic can happen. And in addition, it's not just about that. It's about you recognizing when you are in a state where you are ready to ask for help. You know, when we are stressed, when we are upset, when we allow ourselves to go into a very big downward spiral, we need to grasp at anything that will help us pull us out of that situation. And those two words changed everything. I was empowered. And I realized, I thought, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I wanted to change my life, why I wanted to change my situation, my family situation, my marital status, was because I had felt that I had been an inconvenience and when I disrupted things, it caused trouble. It caused trouble for the people around me. And so I shrank myself to become somebody who was convenient and non-disruptive. Can you feel the power in that realization? And that contributed to me not fulfilling what I wanted to fulfill with my businesses, including my photography business and my coaching business. It was the thing that stopped me from voicing some of the the opinions that I had or putting my foot down about certain things that I just didn't want to be happening. And so without really understanding all the little parts, all the moving pieces, I knew that I needed to change my life, to get divorced, to move on and to rediscover who I am. And if any of this resonates with you, look into that. Look into who you were, what was missing Why were you feeling the way that you were feeling? Because that needs to remind you of all those steps that you've already taken to get this far. And you didn't come this far to only come this far. So where this, I didn't come this far to only come this far was, I want to start to become 
an inconvenience. If people around me find me an inconvenience, they are welcome to move on because I am here in this space to live my life on my terms, to parent how I want to, to run my finances how I want to, to choose my leisure activities as I want to, to be with the people that I want to be with and to stop caring, to stop caring about what other people think. Because here's the thing, in general, they are not worried about what I am doing. They're not. And and the disruptive bit, damn right I want to be disruptive. I want to change the narrative on settling. You don't have to settle. We don't need to settle for anything less than we want or deserve or are worthy of having. So take from that what you will, but it has motored me in terms of my motivation with what I want to do with my business. It has changed how I'm showing up in front of this microphone. It has changed how I am showing up when I want to go on to other people's podcasts. It has reinforced all of the messages that I want to be getting out there. You don't need to settle. You don't have to stay in a situation that isn't working for you. You don't have to make choices that bring you down. You don't have to make yourself small in order to make other people big. You don't have to shrink and retreat and pull yourself back and hold yourself back. We have one life. Remember that funeral. (laughs) That funeral, going to funerals. I've, you know, I've done two in the last, what, eight, nine months I don't plan to be doing many of them, but my goodness, they have been life-changing events. They really have. We are only here once. I'm 53 years old. I do not have time and I encourage you, whatever your age, don't hold yourself back. If people are upset by what you want to be doing, maybe they're not the people you need to be having in your life. Or maybe you need to manage that relationship in a different way. So yes, I may be making requests of people and it may be inconvenient to them and it may be disruptive for them. But I've made a choice as well. The thing that I've asked him to do, I'm not going to ask him to do. I'm going to take it back and go, actually, I will find a way to solve this problem without asking for his help. I don't need his help. And that's not a bashing thing. That's a thing about me. I don't need that. I, for some reason, felt that it would be okay to ask for that. And it's not. He put his boundaries in place. That's fine. I need to respect that. And actually, I don't want it. I didn't want to do what I'd asked him. It doesn't matter what it was <laughs> before I get messages saying, what was it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I made a request. I asked for help and I didn't get it. And that is okay. It really is okay. So 
I'm actually very grateful that that conversation happened because those two words, inconvenient and disruptive, so powerful. And I needed to hear that. Maybe that's why I did it. Oh my goodness, stop the clock. Maybe that's why I did it. Maybe I needed to hear that. Yeah, interesting. So there we go. That is a very different podcast for me. I hope you enjoyed it. I will soon find out, right? <laughs> we'll soon find out. So I think the point, what well, the point that I want to get across in this episode today is I want to ignite something in you that maybe you need to ignite. Maybe this is the conversation that you need to hear today. What is it that drives you with the transition that you're in right now? It might be that you want to lose weight. It might be that you want to find a new relationship. It might be, you know, that you're, maybe you're in a marriage right now and you're really unhappy. It doesn't mean that you have to leave that marriage. You know, that's not always the solution, but maybe have those difficult conversations. And maybe that's the thing. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Maybe what you need to do is have a difficult conversation to get a better outcome. Whatever it is for you, have that phrase in mind. Every time something, whatever it is that you do this week, if something feels slightly difficult, ask yourself, why? Why is this proving to be slightly difficult right now? And I hope you say, you know what? It's because I've got to deal with something uncomfortable. And in order to do that, you need to look how far you've come so far. Look at how far you've come so far because you didn't go through all of that to now stop or to just hold yourself back. Take the next step. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel completely invigorated. So thank you so much. If you got this far and you listened to the whole episode, let me know what you thought. I'd love your feedback. I've now done 11 episodes. I didn't come this far to only come this far. I have, I'm really loving doing this. And I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to me because it's only fueling me. And it's really helping me move forward and it's helping me get braver. And I think the more brave, the more courageous I can be, um, the better. And I want to be one of those voices out there who, yeah, I want to be one of those voices out there who is all about transition. And if I've helped one person today, it really has been worth it. A couple of things I just want to say. I've started, so <clears throat> this monster that I've created this week, which I'm loving, um, I have mapped out, um, the other day when I was in bed, I mapped out 10 TikToks and I'm going to start, I'm going to start voicing more. Um, and TikTok I, is my chosen, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm saying this because I was very anti-TikTok. There we go again. Why? clearly an excuse to hold myself back. It was just a case of I didn't know enough about it. Therefore, it is unknown. Let's not go there. But yeah, big shout out to my daughter, Lauren, because she was like, mom, get on TikTok, have a look, see what's going on. And she was absolutely right. So, so thank you, my gorgeous girl for that. It's great when your kids really push you and <laughs> 
get you out of your comfort zone. That's what it's all about, right? Got each other's backs. So that puts a little level of accountability. Bear in mind, I only recorded this today and I need to have some time to make some of those videos, but I'm definitely going to put at least one on today. So you can go check that out. You can find me on social media pretty much on any of them now. I've changed them all to start over with Sarah. Um, so please don't, do come and find me and come and say hello. So there we go. Have a great week be amazing. And don't forget, it's never too late to make a change and it's never too early to start over. Take care. Bye.